wellness challenges. We see them everywhere, all over on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, three day, seven day, 21 day, 30 days to get your steps in, drink enough water, do a whole 30, meditate, do your yoga practice for a whole 365 days a year. It, it feels almost cliche now, like even hokey, but I will tell you, my opinion is going to surprise you. I have been a wellness, been in the wellness world, shall we say, for well over 30 years. And I have done wellness challenges that whole time, either myself or leading other people in them. I love them. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to share with you why challenges are so incredibly powerful. They are a fantastic tool if you want to create change in your life. And it's all about how your brain works. Oh yes, there is science to this. I promise you in just a few minutes, you are going to be a fan of challenges too. Stick with me. Welcome to Simply the Wellness Podcast. In a nutshell, we are here to make wellness simple and fun. We share wellness tips to help you live your full, vibrant life so that you are not held back by not knowing what to do or where to turn. We know the struggle can be real around wellness, where to begin, what to use, next steps. We are here to be your GPS. Welcome. Let's start by defining what I mean by wellness challenges. As I mentioned in the, the beginning, these are the challenges you see on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, the you know three days to drink more water, five days to get more steps in, that sort of thing. It's, it's something that helps promote an activity and action that you want to take in a finite period of time. And it's usually something that's new to you. You know, you're not already doing it. If you're already meditating every day, you don't need to make promise yourself you're going to meditate every day. But let's talk about why these are so amazing. And we are going to be talking about our brains because like I mentioned before, there is actually science behind this. And I think this is the part you're really going to love because it explains so much. You know how creating healthy habits takes a lot of energy, especially when you're working on the really hard ones, something that's hard for you, okay? And realize it's different for everyone. You know, meditating every day might be really easy for you. And well, for me, for example, that's a really hard one. My brain is very active and it's very hard for me to quiet it. Um, walking every day, however, so easy for me because it makes me feel really, really good. But for someone else, that might be really hard. So just think about for yourself a change that's really hard for you. And also, have you ever, ever noticed that there are times in your life when it's harder than other times to, to do these actions? Have you ever noticed that? Because that's because of our willpower, okay? Now, I'm not a big fan of willpower, and stick with me. I will talk about it eventually, but just not in this video. But willpower refers to the ability to do something you don't want to do in that moment. And it's housed in the part of our brain called our prefrontal cortex. And that's found right behind our forehead, right in the front of our, our brain. Okay. Now the PFC or the prefrontal cortex is the part of the brain that does our conscious or focused thinking. Okay. So that's where, when you are really in the present moment and you're really, you know, present. So you're really feeling the hot soapy water on your hands as you're doing dishes. 
you're in that part of the brain. Now that's the part of the brain that also makes decisions. Okay. And every decision from what are you going to wear today? What you're going to eat to whether or not you should marry this, some for this person, whether or not you should take this job, whether or not you should move, like any decision you need to make little or big occurs in the prefrontal cortex. Now here's the kicker. We have a limited amount of that decision-making energy and we can run out. And that's why I'm sure you've experienced at times when you've been faced with like the crazy easiest decision ever and you can't make up your mind. I mean, you're looking at your closet, you're going out some night and you're looking at your closet going, I have no idea what to wear. I don't have any clothes, right? And you're looking at $2,000 worth of clothes or more. Or you're, you're looking in the refrigerator at $500 worth of organic groceries and you're like, I have no idea what to make. There's nothing I can eat for dinner. So let's just say that you have 100 units of decision-making ability in a day. And any decision you make takes up some of those units. Sometimes just a few, you know, deciding what to wear maybe takes up three. It may take up 40. It depends on how easy it is for you to choose your clothing. And when that number dwindles, so your 100 units throughout the day, you're using it, using it, using it, as it dwindles, then your decisions become harder and harder and harder. And decisions that should only take one or two units can feel monumental. Now, in comes a change that you want to make. Let's say you want to wake up 30 minutes earlier in the morning to exercise. Okay, you have to decide to do that. And when the alarm goes off in the morning, it's a decision you need to make. For some of us, again, like I said earlier, getting up early could be really easy. That's not going to take that many units. But for someone else, it could take 90 of those 100 units to get their butts out of bed. And if you didn't sleep well, or you've got some stress going on in your mind, or you know, you, you've got the worries going on, you might have woken up with 20 units. You didn't even get your full 100. We've all had those days. And I'm, I'm guessing part of you is nodding right now. You're like, oh my God, yes, that makes so much sense, right? And then you get up, you do get up, you finally do get your, your sorry butt out of bed, and you have to decide what to wear to exercise. And then you have to decide what you're going to do to exercise. And do you see how those numbers dwindle more and more? Now, add to all of that, if you're going through a hard time in your life, when the challenges you are facing are causing you to wake up, like I said, with those 20 units instead of the full 100 units, you can start to appreciate how difficult this can become, right? In comes a challenge. So when you decide to do a challenge, a few things occur, okay? They make the moment-to-moment -moment decisions easier. In other words, they take fewer units, okay? So you have decided a finite amount of time, you are going to work on whatever it is. So you want to get up early to work out. You want to drink enough water. You want to meditate every day, whatever it is. And you've said, I'm going to do this for seven days. I'm going to do this for three days. I'm going to do it for 30. Actually, that time span, I was going to say it doesn't matter, but it really does. Because what happens is, okay, there are three benefits you're going to get. Well, I guess four, because the first one I already talked about, it uses fewer of these decision-making units, right? But the first thing is, in a short period of time, the brain can say, will say, well, I can do that. 
right? Like if you're overwhelmed at the thought of, I really need to get up early to work out. And in the back of your mind, you're thinking this is like forever, right? Like this is something that needs to happen. This isn't a short-term thing. I need to be working out every day. Morning is my best time. That can feel really overwhelming. But if instead you say, let's just test this out for 30 days, the brain goes, I can do 30 days. Like that is okay. And that alone can dramatically drop the units it takes because you've already said, I'm going to do this. And the brain's like, yeah, okay, I'm on board. We can do this. Now, the second benefit of a challenge is hopefully you've done this with someone else or you've told someone, you know, if you have a supportive spouse or a really good friend, I guess I'm also assuming you're doing one of the challenges that have popped up on your Facebook community page, right? Like you've done, you, you've decided to do a, a challenge um, that's been given to you. That, that allows for accountability. Now, accountability is a crazy powerful tool in a wellness challenge. It can cut the units like in half. And by the way, there's no science behind these units. This is my own, my own interpretation of what I've experienced working with people for decades and myself. This is something I've done for myself too. But I'm telling you, once I, I've made the decision to do a challenge and I've got some accountability, like when I run challenges for my community, I'm doing, doing them too. And I make it really clear. I'm not the leader here. Y'all are supporting me too, <laughs> right? Like I'm going to post education. I'm going to, you know, remind you and I need y'all checking in on me too and make sure that I'm following through because that's why I'm doing this. Just know that it's much easier to do something when you know someone else is going to be checking in on you or you need to report. Even if they aren't going to check in on you, it makes a difference, okay? And then the third or fourth, I guess, the last reason a challenge can be really powerful is it. if you're doing it in a group, it can make it fun. And when you gamify anything, that is actually a term you can now Google because gamifying things means make a game out of it, then it's so much more fun. So maybe you're doing a um, some sort of challenge and there's a giveaway at the end. For everyone who completes every day, there's a giveaway. Or, you know, report every day and we're going to give you a high five. Those little things can make a difference. You're going to get a badge if you get so far. My fitness watch gamifies it. And it's so funny, I, you know, when I, like this morning I got my, um, I think it was my 60th walking session and it was like, Ooh, I got it. And which is funny. Cause like a third of the time, I don't even turn my watch on. I forget to tell it, you know, I'm going for a walk, but it still was like, Ooh, I did it. Like, that's really exciting. So gamifying things can make a really big difference too. Hey, I just want to interrupt this episode really quickly because I'm hoping you're inspired and I would like to share with you a wellness challenge that we do regularly at The Wellness Place because it is amazing. It's called Simply Clean and the essence of it is to help people reduce chronic inflammation. And if you're not familiar with chronic inflammation, just know that it can lead to weight gain. That's really hard to lose. It can lead to bloating, joint pain. It can make your sleep worse. It can reduce your energy, make you foggy brained. It can make you bloated. It can affect your gastrointestinal tract. So in other words, your digestion. So causing constipation, diarrhea, reflux. Oh my word. I mean, really anything that you have going on can be worsened or probably is worsened 
by inflammation. So yes, there's lots of medical reasons for all of the symptoms I just spoke about, but I'm telling you, inflammation makes it worse. And what we do during this 14-day lifestyle reboot is help you with some really simple shifts that you can make in your life that reduce inflammation. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. They're really easy. So they're things that, I mean, our goal is that you maintain a lot of what you do during those 14 days. So you keep them going. You're not going to keep all of them going. And we even support you at the end to help you really make intentional conscious choices about what you're going to continue when you're done with it. And it's also meant to be repeated. It, it is a lifestyle reboot. That's what we call it. Because you need to periodically come back to your wellness habits because bad ones creep in. I'm just going to call it what it is. And we need to shift them back, right? And maybe some of these are things that you've never even tried before, but they're really easy. And I'm telling you, the result has been amazing. We have literally had 100% of participants, we've done this twice now, who have had success so they've had some benefit even if they've only done it for seven days. In fact, we had one person who only did it for four days and she had benefit. Like she was so excited about how much better she was feeling as a result of just four days. So here's the thing, this cleanse, or it's not really a cleanse. It, it really is a wellness challenge. It's free for anyone who's in simply the wellness place. And, and you get all sorts of support. You get prep materials, a prep video, you get tracking forms, you even get menu planning sheets, grocery shopping lists. It's really good. You get lots of really good stuff, plus support from us. We do a couple of live Zoom calls with you. If you want to hop on and you have questions or you need a little bit of support, we are here for you. And all you need to do to join Simply the Wellness Place is purchase one product through our referral link from our wellness um, brand partner, Young Living. And in Simply Clean, we use a single supplement from Young Living that is an amazing anti-inflammatory. It's called Ningxia Red. So you just buy your Ningxia Red through our link and you are in and you can keep doing it. In fact, I do Simply Clean every time we run it and I just add a little bit more. I focus on a little bit, something different and do a little bit more. And you are welcome to do that with us. You get a year long membership with your purchase, or as long as you're purchasing, you get to be part of Simply the Wellness Place. I'm going to put a link to Simply Clean down below, and I'm also going to put a link to the benefits to joining the Wellness Place, all of the benefits you get as a member of the Wellness Place. And I'm looking forward to welcoming you, welcoming you in to our community and doing Simply Clean with you, if that's what you decide to do. Now, what we want to happen during this challenge is one of three things. The first thing is, is you realize you enjoy the action that you're taking and you want to continue it. And when you're enjoying it, you enjoy the effect on you. It takes the decision-making process virtually down to zero. I mean, think of things that you do right now for your own wellness and it's, it's easy. You don't even have to think about it. Like for me going for a walk, I enjoy it so much. And I go for scrolls. I don't even go for speed walks. I stroll, I listen to a podcast, a book on tape, or just silence. Um, I often will, you know, record videos for my Instagram. It's just really a fun time. I look forward to it. It's not something that I have to make myself do. So 
That's one of the things that we're hoping happens. The second thing is that it actually becomes a habit. Now, when something is a habit, it bypasses the prefrontal cortex. You don't have to have the willpower. You don't have to make yourself do it. You just get, you just do it. You don't even think about it. I mean, think about brushing your teeth. Do you even think about it? You just go to the bathroom and you brush your teeth. You don't think about it. You don't think about showering. You just do it. It's not something that you have to decide to do and make yourself do. The third thing you may realize is this just isn't for me. You know what? I didn't really enjoy this or it's still hard. I'm not ready for this. So maybe it's a not yet or maybe it's a never. This is not something I enjoy. I I actually did a summer when I was in college. I did a summer of running. So I've been in the fitness realm. I discovered fitness when I was 15, got my master's in exercise physiology. Like I am all about fitness and I love everything fitness, weightlifting, bicycling, walking. I've taught aerobics, step aerobics. I mean, you you get where I'm going, right? And obviously I teach yoga as well. And I remember my friends who were runners kept saying, you've got to try running. You'd love it. You'd absolutely love it. I just get yourself going. I'd say, well, I've done it once or twice. And and they said, well, you got to do it longer. So I said, great. I get that. I will commit myself to a summer of running. And I ran four, three to five times a week. I think it was five. And I did about three miles every day that summer. I mean, three to five times a week, a whole summer. Like we're talking three full months. I hate it every day. <laughs> like I got to the end of that challenge myself and I'm like, nope, I'm good. I've never run again. I kid you not. I just don't do it. I don't enjoy it. I love everything else. And that's something you can find out in a health challenge too. And that's fantastic, right? Like now you know. I never even had to think about it. I don't even consider running as something that is going to be in my my routine at all because that is just not for me. Before I close, I have four things that I want you to consider as you move forward with your own wellness challenges, okay? These are things that are going to help with your decision-making energy. The first one is be intentional. If life is really hard right now, if you are going through a really big challenge in life, you know, a health challenge, a crisis or something, it's not time for a major change in your habits, okay? Now, that said, having a self-care challenge would be perfectly appropriate, right? Like figure out where your brain is, if you will. When, when I talk to my yoga students, I have to talk about your home practice should balance out where you are in life. So in other words, if life is really chaotic, your practice should be gentle, soft, easy. If life is kind of boring and you've just been sitting on the couch flipping through the channels, you got to take your practice and challenge yourself, push yourself to balance yourself out. Let your wellness challenges do the same for you. Let them help you feel more balanced. That said, number two, resting and self-care can revive your decision-making number. Okay, so if you are like feeling totally depleted by one o'clock, and I have those days when I am, then I just relax for a little bit, put my feet up the wall, I listen to some music, maybe listen to my book on tape, maybe I'll go for a gentle walk, and it gives me a few extra of those units, okay? And here's just an aside keep your big decisions for when you're fresh with all your full units. So um, my son is going through a really big decision right now. And I was talking to him late last night and he was just exhausted and stressed. 
And he's like, I just don't know what to do. And I said, dude, go to sleep, get a really good night's sleep, get up in the morning and have a really lovely self-care morning. He just loves to go for long walks, cold showers. He does his yoga and meditation. You have a pretty cool kid. Anyway, he's like, oh my God, you're so right. And I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to getting that text from him that says, all right, we're good. I made the decision. You know, you've got to work on those decisions when you're in the best space for them. Okay. Okay. So this is officially number three. Now I realize I probably have five, had five there, but that, that last one was probably a separate one, but we're going to keep going. Number three, have systems in place for whatever change you're trying to make. So if your wellness challenge, for example, is getting up early in the morning to exercise, have your outfit laid out the night before, have your video or whatever it is you're going to do chosen. I do this still to this day. Morning time is, has been my workout time since uh, probably I was, I'm going to say 17 or 18. And that means you can do the math. That's about 35, 40 years <laughs> that morning has been my exercise time. And still to this day, I make the decision the night before because I have a whole variety of things that I will tap into, you know, different parts of my strength, my body. I do strength training, different cardios, different, you know, whatever yoga. And I decide the night before this is what I'm going to do. So I don't have to decide it in the morning. Okay. And for some reason it takes fewer decision making units at night than it does in the morning. Like I can spend my whole workout time trying to decide what I want to do. Now I think I do have ADHD and that could be my ADHD brain, but do notice if there are certain times during the day when it's easier to make a decision about something and in which case begin to incorporate, especially if it's a system that you want to put in place. Okay. The last one is also creating systems in other areas of your life where you need to make decisions where you can save units. Okay. So for example, I actually have a list of outfits Monday through Friday. I give my weekend is, is a buy, although I think I might add it because I've, I've noticed I struggle on Saturday and Sunday morning deciding what to wear, but I've written out my wardrobe, what I'm going to wear. And I have four weeks written out and I just rotate between those four weeks. Menus. Okay. I plan my menu, my weekly menu the night before we go to the grocery store and I I realized it just took me so much energy to figure it out. So I planned four weeks of menus and I rotate through. Now, sometimes I need to adjust things because, oh, we don't have, you know, that in the freezer. You know, we don't have chicken breasts in the freezer and they're not on sale this week or because we definitely, you know, buy sales um, for sure. But it helps me. Like if I can get four out of the six meals already planned and I just have to adjust to so much easier, Right. So that will give you extra decision-making units for the change that you want to make. So I hope this has helped you figure out how it is that you can maximize your energy, maximize your decision-making energy, and to help yourself make the changes that you want to make in your life. Challenge yourself to a health challenge. When you see a wellness challenge go by you on Facebook, jump in. If you want to jump into my wellness challenges, reach out to me. I will put a link in 
the, in the show notes so you can find out more what we do at the wellness place, but we do challenges and you can join us for those. So here's to changing all the good things that you want to have in your life and making sure you can begin to incorporate them with ease. Are you ready to take your family's wellness to the next level and begin to use Young Living essential oils and oil-infused products in your home? Young Living's products are not only free of harsh, toxic chemicals, but infused with essential oils, and you will find healthier options for cleaning your home, personal care products, skin care, supplements, and more. Of course, you will also find over 200 essential oils as well. Young Living has been our brand partner for more than a decade, Using their products has changed so much for our families, and we would be honored to support you in finding your solutions. When you order through us, you will also receive a year-long membership to our wellness community, Simply the Wellness Place, with so many benefits. You will get a personal wellness concierge to help you navigate your own wellness path. You get access to our online educational platform, OilyU, full of dozens of wellness educational modules and wellness challenges and so much more. While you can start with any purchase, we recommend a starter bundle. You get a great array of products to get you started at a really great price. There's a link in the show notes to take you to our website so you can learn more about the starter bundles. If you want our support in taking the next step, please contact us. There's contact info in the show notes. We are so excited to help you as you embark on your young living lifestyle. Thanks for listening. We are so glad you stopped by. Join us next time for more tips on how to incorporate wellness into your life simply. If we talked about any products in this episode that piqued your interest or you want to join our inner circle or you have questions, you will find a link in the show notes. We'll see you next time.